The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did and the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house, sideline, pylon, touchdown, and the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt the Pass Podcast. My plan. I'm, I'm your host, Drew Butler, joined alongside by like my co-host, Aaron and, and this episode of Punt and Pass is presented to you by Prize Picks. Yeah, that's right. Prize Picks, once again, is presenting Punt and Pass. Are you tired of losing in fantasy sports? Well, times are changing. Now it's just you versus the numbers. Prize picks is the perfect place for you, whether the injury bug has ruined your season-long team or you are out of the playoff race in your fantasy football league. Go to prizepicks.com, download the prize picks app, use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100, and you're automatically entered into the Punt and Pass Prize Picks Tournament. That's right. It is rocking. It is rolling. We have had awesome participation in the punt and pass tournament. Right now, I'll just let you know where it stands. John Jay is leading with 10 wins. Brian W. is in second place with eight wins. And Barry B. is in third with seven wins. It's a tight race. They, of course, are competing for the top three prizes. Here's what we have for our prizes. We have two authentic UGA jerseys, a number 13 jersey, a number 11 jersey, and Prize Picks is throwing in $500 of Prize Picks credit. The first place winner gets their choice. The second place winner gets their choice of the two remaining. And the third place, of course, gets whatever is left of these amazing prizes. And the best part is, is all you have to do is play. All you have to do is play on Prize Picks. The most amount of winners wins the top three prizes so if you lose it does not count against you just continue to play and you can get in the top three on prize picks it is the best daily fantasy game all you have to do is pick over or under on a projected fantasy point player that's right JT Daniels going up against Missouri this weekend you think he's going to go over or under his projection in Columbia, just put it in prize picks. George Pickens, Zamir White, James Cook, that's all you have to do, and you can win on prize picks. Sign up today at prizepicks.com or on the prize picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. Get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Prize picks truly is daily fantasy simplified. Later on in the show, Aaron and I are going to give you our top picks of the weekend. 
And, of course, you can check us out at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. We keep you up to date on the best plays all throughout your college football Saturday. A lot to get into, tons of breaking news. And, of course, Aaron and I give you our top picks of this weekend. So let's do it. Here we go, Punt and Pass. All right, let's do this thing. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron, of course, is at Aaron Murray 11. Check out puntandpass.com. Please check out puntandpass.com. It is the best college football website in the world. There's no doubt about it. It's got our merch page. Go buy some merch, hats, golf tees, golf towels, whatever you want for the Christmas season. Our picks of the week, which will be given out later on in Punt, Pass, and Pick. This episode, of course, week 15, Aaron. God, it's crazy we're that far in the mm-hmm. season, in our blog, everything, our YouTube page, which you will have to watch. We just did a little bit of pre-show prep. you got to watch this YouTube episode, people. <laughs> it is on puntandpass.com. Go check it out. Murray, I just said it. It's week 15. It's absolutely crazy we're this far. One more week, and then it's conference championship weekend. But just a little bit for the people at home. I'm in Hilton Head. Got away with the girls for a little bit this weekend. You're in Laramie, Wyoming. This is why Punt and Pass is the best. We're agile. We make it happen. This is a Skype deal. People always ask, how do you and Aaron do it? How do you do it? I say, look, Aaron's a working man. He's on the road. He's all over the place. I like to be agile as well. I'm all over the place. We make it happen. Buddy, we have a story. First off, how are you? It's Thursday night. Uh, We're getting ready for some college football this weekend, but you're in Wyoming. Low of one degree for your game on Saturday. Yeah, it just keeps getting worse and worse. I mean, it's actually nice yesterday. It was nice today when I landed. Um, and then you look at the weather, it's supposed to drop by like 20, 30 degrees tomorrow. And then my uh, my play-by-play guy, Rich Wallace, just texted me probably 20 minutes ago and said, hey, I'm just going to update you on the forecast. It has now gone to a low of one degree and 60% chance of snow for the Boise wow. State-Wyoming game on Saturday. So it's going to be uh, it's gonna be an adventure. It really is. And uh, I hope we have the... <laughs> The windows closed. I hope they have heaters. It has not been the the smoothest of starts to this trip, as you are in Hilton Head enjoying life right now. I'm freezing else. my butt off. You I had are. a, I had one of those moments today traveling where I'm like, this is my last game of the season. I'm like, let's just see if I can get through it without without a hiccup. I land. I'm getting ready to go to get the, my rental car, Davis. I'm waiting for the bus, the shuttle, to pick me up. Wait 30 minutes, no shuttle. I'm like, come on, what's going on with Avis? I've seen other, you know, other, you know, national and everyone else come by. You know, finally went to the other side of the airport where they were um, having the drop-offs for Avis. I'm like, hey, listen, there's been no pickups. Can I just jump on your bus? And somehow you take me to where the cars are. And the lady's like, no, I'm only here for drop-offs. I know there's been a bunch of drop-offs, but eventually there will be a pickup. I'm like, well, can I just, can you call someone, please? So, Finally, we see a pickup come in. I sprint over there. I get the I get to get ready to get on there, and I don't have my phone. My phone. No, hold gone. on, hold on, hold on. Let me just say one thing, okay? For the people listening, for the people watching, Aaron Murray calls college football games for CBS Sports Network. Yes, he flies, but look, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You got to go check no? in. You got to get your rental yeah. car. You have to drive from Denver, correct? To Laramie, which is two and a half hours away. You're driving the car. You are not yeah. getting picked up by no. Black Limousine. You're going to Avis, you're getting your car, and you have to drive the car. The only time we're getting picked up is we're doing studio. They're they're nice enough. When we go to New York, they pick us up in the black car. Yes, but on the road, it's, you know, you get your rental car, you go check in the hotel, and 
you're grinding. You're on the you're on the road, man. Giddy up. Life. But anyway, so I'm getting I'm about ready after waiting for 30 minutes. I'm getting ready to get on the shuttle. Phone's gone. I'm like, oh god, where's my phone? Worst feeling must in the world. Must have fallen out. Must have fallen out. So I'm like, I'm about to miss this shuttle and wait probably another 30 damn minutes. So I I asked him to do was like hold the shuttle, please. I had to go find my phone. So I'm sprinting across like four lanes as cars and shuttle buses are going by. I see it in the middle of the street. I like run in front of like an Uber who almost <laughs> ran it over. I pick it up, and for those who are looking on yes, on please YouTube watch on right YouTube. Now, I mean, shattered, shattered iPhone. Shattered my phone. Does is it that work? a twelve? Like, that looks pretty new. It it is new, but I'm like, thank <laughs> God, at least phone? it's somewhat functional. Didn't get run over because I would have had no no idea where to go. You have a baby like, boy. Two, Sharon I'm has two, to know what's going I'm two on. And a half, I'm two and a half hours away from Lermy. Like yeah. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? I mean, no man. Luckily, it worked. But anyways. Get on the shuttle, get to Avis, get look at the board, uh, Avis Preferred. Thank you, CBS, at least for that. Yes. And it, Murray A1. I'm like, awesome. Let me go get in my car. Get to the A section. There is no A1. It starts at 17, goes at 30. I'm asking workers, where is A1? They're like, it's right here. I'm like, no, it's not. This is 17. They're like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. Go wait in line for 15 minutes. Get there like, oops, sorry. We don't have an A1. You're correct. Uh, there was a glitch on the board. You're actually uh, zero, not zero, uh, oh, one. I'm like, awesome. I just wasted an hour and probably 30 minutes of my life, have a broken phone. And then I get in my rental car and the steering wheel to the rental car isn't straight. It's at an angle. So like, the entire time <laughs> I'm driving, it's like aiming like I'm going to go left. And it's just really, it's uh, it was a rough. And then I drove two and a half hours to Laramie from there, missed the first 30 minutes of my radio show. Shout out to Chris Childers for uh, CC, my guy. I was like, man, I'm going to get in, have an hour to like check in, go get some lunch. You know, I didn't even have time to eat lunch, get some lunch, maybe take a shower and then get ready to go for radio. It was like, boom, 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 boom. And, um, I'm so good. No, got got a nice 32 ounce beer. (laughs) So what do you, I mean, what do you do? What does Aaron Murray do after a wave of unfortunate events? I mean, I like to like take a deep breath. Like you said, have a laugh, grab a cocktail, call my wife and just kind of recenter. I'm glad you're doing punt and pass. You had to jump right into work with CBS and, um, excuse me, SEC radio. You're in Laramie, Wyoming. It ain't like you can just go blow off some steam. So I'm glad you got a local 32 ounce tall boy. (laughs) Yeah, I found, I found, I told, uh, I told channels, I'm going to find the best steakhouse. I'm gonna have a really expensive dinner. Good I got for a nice you. little fillet, wrapped for you. bacon, some French fries, a cob salad, asparagus, and then they had a uh, an absolutely divine pound cake afterwards. Good for you, caramel sir. drizzle on it. I like that. I mean, I'm gonna sleep like a damn champ tonight, closing the curtains, and uh, hopefully don't wake up to about like nine a.m. All right. Nice. So. That is how Aaron Murray deals with unfortunate events. It happens to everybody, people. And like I said, I'm glad you explained the fact that, yes, CBS Talent, if you're on the road, get your ass in the Avis line, get a rental car, and drive two and a half hours from Denver to Laramie, Wyoming. It ain't all peaches and roses, people. But we, of course, will be watching Aaron Murray. What time's the game on Saturday night? Oh, I think it's Six o'clock Eastern. Okay. Six or six or seven. One of the two. We can do that. We can watch that. Yeah. Wyoming State, versus Boise State. We will be tuned in. I'm so fired up. We got punt pass. It's week 15. Like I said, couple of news headlines, Aaron. Before we jump into our picks of the weekend, where do you want to start? Because two teams I think have been dominating the headlines. 
Obviously, Ohio State, everything that's been going on, Big Ten changes the rules. Ohio State will play in the Big Ten championship game. They, of course, will be in the college football playoff. But the one that I don't think is getting enough attention is LSU self-imposing the one-year bowl ban. I will throw this to you. Where do you want to start, Ohio State or LSU? Your pick, my friend. I actually want to start, and, and one of the other reasons why I decided to get the tall boy tonight is uh, RIP to um, the SEC on CBS. You oh, know, my, my goodness. We're How did I forget? C- yes. We're Go losing ahead. the CBS. Um, tragic, man. I, lost into, I listened to the press conference today at 6 o'clock, and, I mean, it wasn't a shocker. I mean, we kind of knew when CBS backed out of the deal and said they weren't going to go forward once this contract was was done. You knew that the SEC network was going to take over. Um, so I don't think it was kind of any surprise. Uh, I'm just interested to see if they buy out these next three years yes. too. I, you know, in, the, in, in the, the press conference, some reporters asked the question, and you know, they kind of just said, hey, we don't know right now. We're just focused on trying to create the plan for 2024 and, and moving forward. But I just, you know, the more I talk to people at CBS and the more you talk to people at you know, ESPN and ABC and Disney, the feeling is they want it now. Uh, and, and they're willing to shell out some money here in the next few years. I don't know if they're going to buy all the games, but I think they're going to start taking some of them. I don't think it's going to be 2024 before we see this thing get going. I think it's going to be a little bit sooner rather than later. And, you know, I'm torn. You know, I, I know that that Disney and, and SEC Network and ESPN are going to do a good job. Um, it's nice to have it all under one umbrella. But you and I both know that that 3.30 spot on I know. CBS, special. it's special, man. Yeah. It, it's different. Like, when you get the call the week before and say, hey, you know, obviously we knew Georgia Florida would be 3.30 every year. But, hey, you're playing LSU next week, and that game's going to be on 3.30 on CBS. Yeah. You're like, hell, yeah. Even when, yes, CBS. yes, yes. And now it's like, you know, you're 3.30 on ABC. Like, you're, you're sandwiched in between two other games. Like, it's going to be well done, yes. It's not going to be the same. I'm just going to say that right now. It is no, not I going to be the same. I may be a little bit salty because my employer is CBS – I don't think it's going to be the same. I'm sorry for someone who's grown up watching it and someone who's played in a lot of those three thirty games on CBS. Uh, it's just going to have a little different rhythm. I, I totally agree, and, and you just said it. As somebody who's played in the three thirty p.m. CBS games, like when you knew it was going to be three thirty inside Sanford Stadium, man, it was just different. Like your family was coming up, you knew they were going to be tailgating before the game. You knew that you were going to be able to see them after the game. You knew that downtown was going to be fired up, win or loss. It's just different, and it is the biggest game of the week. There's so many questions surrounding that, and you nailed it on the head. What will it look like on Disney, on ESPN, on ABC? Who knows? And when will they buy it out? Because the announcement today, and I thank you so much, for bringing this up was that they will take it over in, I believe, 2024. So that yep. certainly yep. leaves plenty of room for them to buy out CBS, which, of course, I think will happen. And when Barrett Salit tweeted this out seven hours ago now, so midday today, he said the SEC will have a significant announcement related to the conference today at 6 p.m. Eastern time. I tweeted out, Aaron, what will this announcement be? Wrong answers only. And I got some very creative answers. I started it off and said, SEC officiating headquarters is being moved to Tuscaloosa, (laughs) Alabama. Of course, everybody knows it's already there. John Kincaid, John Kincaid, who's now moving to Philadelphia to host the John Kincaid Show, 6 to 10 a.m., said a 1.3 GPA will no longer have you listed on the Dean's List. I said, look, man, take it easy. I have a couple of those Dean's List trophies, but 
hey, a lot of people are sitting there going, what is the big deal? Really funny replies. Go to Twitter, at Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler. But the news was, go ahead. The news was yeah. is that it's heading to ESPN in 2024, and it will be sooner than that for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I honestly thought it was going to be something related to basketball. Obviously, we've seen the struggles of basketball. You saw Duke, Josefsky come out with his, his his comments today about not wanting to print play out of conference games anymore for the rest of the season. And it's just been absolutely nightmare for this basketball season. Uh, how I mean, do you do absolute it? nightmare. I, I thought he was going to come on and say, Hey, listen, we're going to postpone it for a month and try to figure this thing out. I I, that's what I thought the news was going to be. And then obviously get this, um, uh, TV rights uh, discussion going forward. Well, I'm glad we're going to have some TV in the future. Basketball, of course, will figure it out. You just ebb and flow. Like we've said this entire time on punt and pass. So we'll continue to watch that. Let's talk about LSU for a second. Okay, we'll get into Ohio State in a bit, but I think everybody knows what's going on with that. LSU with the one-year bowl ban. I I just cannot get my head around it because this reason, Aaron. Last year, LSU was one of the best college football teams we've ever seen. Buddy, they're three and five. They are awful. They're self-imposing bowl sanctions, and it's like, what the hell is going on in Baton Rouge? I'm sure you talked about it on your SEC show today, but I'm thinking this should be getting much more press than it is, and I, I don't know why it isn't. Why is that, Aaron? I, I, I don't know. Maybe because of the fact that they are, uh, they've literally had one of the biggest drops I've, I, I've seen in my lifetime from a team that was the, the, one of the most special seasons I've ever seen, the best quarterback performance I've ever seen, uh, and then you go, like you said, a three and five football team right now that looks absolutely trash at it's the moment. Crazy. So maybe that's why people are just like, hey, man, they're already struggling enough. Maybe we'll just give them a, you know, we won't talk about the, this bowl ban. Honestly, they probably don't even want to play in the damn bowl game. They probably just want the season to end, fire their DC, figure out what the hell is going on defensively, find a new quarterback, and then hopefully uh, get things going again in 2021. Because, I mean, literally this team went from top of the mound to they got to start from the very, very bottom to get going again. It is disgusting how bad they've gotten this season. It <laughs> Dude, it's so bad. And let's just go over some of the things that's happened since they won the national championship. Yes, they're 3-5 and five right now. There's been allegations of sexual misconduct among the team and former players. There's been confirmed reports of former players assaulting a woman. There has been now confirmed, obviously, reports of Odell Beckham paying players Lack of institutional control. I mean, it's a joke. And I tweeted it out at Drew Butler on Twitter. When it happened after the national championship game last year, LSU came out. It's on the USA Today.com and said, LSU says OBJ handed out fake money to the players. I mean, what an absolutely awful PR situation for this college football team. Coach O's in a really bad situation. Bo Pelini's going to get fired, but Aaron, like you said, these guys were the, one of the best teams ever a year ago. What, again, I, I cannot well, read my head around everyone. why they, they've they, lost they everyone. Lost every, they lost everyone. I mean, they, they from the personnel to to OC DC. This should be the I mean, biggest news in college sports go. right now. This should be the biggest news story in college sports right now. I really do think that. Yeah, I just think there's so much other stuff going on around the world right now. I'm telling you, people could care less about LSU at the moment. I mean, You're so right. Feeling. If if, if they were if they were eight no, would it be the biggest news story? Yes, of it course. would be because I mean, if it's going to talking about this team affecting 
possibly playing in an SEC championship game, Agreed. playing in a playoffs or a significant bowl game, yes. But a team that's three and five, that's going to go to, even if they get to go to a bowl game, because we're seeing more bowl games are getting canceled, there may not be a spot for LSU. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe like this is our year just to get rid of, you know, get rid of this ban, yeah. move on from it. We suck anyways. And like I said, hopefully we can figure things out for 2021. I mean, they got to get rid of their DC. They got to get rid of it. I know, it's so bad. It has been. Dude's making it's 3 million. Started, it started in week one, you know, when they refused to get out of man-to-man coverage against Mississippi State. And they just kept playing man-to-man-to-man-to-man. To man to man to man, and they just carved them right up. And you look at that offense the rest of the season. As soon as teams started playing drop eight, zone coverage. You caught you're like, it. You're paying this dude $3 million to not even make it a halftime adjustment to keep doing the same damn thing and get a team that has two wins right now who put up 40 damn points on us in their first game. So, um, yeah, lots of issues there at, at, at for the Tigers. And, you know, a big issue, too, is the quarterback position. Um, they got to figure that out. You know, they got two young guys that have been going back and forth right now ever since their starter got hurt. And and you're not going to win games right now with with freshman quarterbacks without your top receivers. You obviously you saw the number one guy uh, declare or say he's not going to play beginning of the season. You lost a bunch of guys to the draft last year. Uh, just a mat- nasty nasty situation. So like I said, they don't want to play in the bowl game. They just want the season to end and move forward and, and hopefully correct some stuff. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, um, absolutely insane. Bo Pelini, highway robbery. But that's the state of the SEC right now. And just for everybody who's listening, yes, this season, the six-win bowl eligibility threshold has been waived. Conferences has told their teams, if you get a bowl invite, we encourage you to accept it for revenue purposes. So we'll see. You've heard about bowls getting canceled. You would think as many as possible continue to be played so LSU won't be in a bowl this year wow what a what a deal all right let's touch on Ohio State real quick before we jump into our picks this weekend what are your thoughts on this Aaron I mean I I have two distinct thoughts I cannot come to one combined um measurement as far as how I feel about it but to catch everybody up at home Ohio State has only played five games this year the Big Ten at the beginning of the season said you need to play six games in order to be eligible to play for the conference championship. Ohio State was set to play Michigan this weekend, which of course would have been their sixth game, which would have made them eligible for the college uh, Big Ten championship game. Excuse me. Michigan had to cancel because of COVID issues. So Ohio State, which is the number four team ranked in the college football playoff, Aaron, they don't have enough games to play for their conference championship. Big Ten switches up the rule midweek, says, hey, listen, hold on. Ohio State, pretty good team, probably one of the four best teams in the nation. They've played five games. We'll lower the threshold by one game. We'll let them play in our conference championship game. Indiana, screwed. Big Ten trying to get a team in. Look, dude, I want to hear your thoughts first. I've got a lot of thoughts about this. Do you care? What do you think? I mean, it's been such a crazy damn season. Well, yeah, I, I do care because I don't think – I mean, if you take the name off Ohio State just and look at this team and what they've done and who they've played, they don't deserve to be the number four team. They're number four because their name's Ohio State. Plain and simple, they came into the season. And Good listen, point. I love what, what, what Childers has been saying all week. They have shown – this committee has shown what is most important to them. That's the money. eyeball test. The, yeah, yeah. Money, 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 money. But it's the eyeball test. All these other – 
metrics of, you know, uh, strength of schedule and um, who's in your conference, all this bull crap. Yeah. It's yeah. all eyeball. It is. I mean, you can't tell me that strength of schedule and who, has, who Ohio State has played and the way that conferences look this year that they deserve to be in the playoffs right now. It is because their name's Ohio State. So no more of the bull crap. And I'm I kind agree. of actually, after these past few weeks, I, I've been a big fan of just the four teams. But after seeing this and how, how some teams are getting screwed right now, a la Cincinnati, I'm like, damn it, we need to go to eight. Yeah, Six I or mean, eight. Because it's bull crap, man. How does Cincinnati drop now behind Iowa State? How does Ohio State at, are at number four? Um, just a lot of things that are really ticking me off right now about this whole playoff thing. Uh, teams that don't deserve to be in there or in there at the moment. Um, but obviously it, it is a smart decision by the Big Ten. Uh, it, it is. It's a smart decision by them. Uh, they need a team in the playoffs. It, it's going to generate a lot of money, obviously, for Ohio State and for the Big Ten. They knew that. They were willing to make that sacrifice, change it up, get them into the play or in the, them into their um, conference championship game. Most likely they'll win that, and then they'll be the number four team in the playoff. Okay, you bring up a great point. With this specific situation regarding Ohio State, it brings up the fact that this year would be fantastic to go to eight teams. Open it up. Let's go to eight teams. It's been crazy. Guys can't get te- guys can't get games in. I mean, it's we got it. We got to get this thing going. Let's open it up. I retweeted an amazing bracket that would have showed how it could have worked. But here's the funniest thing to me, and I'm speaking as a Georgia alumni and as a Georgia fan. For the past two seasons, Georgia's been ranked number five. Of course, that's one spot out of number four. You're not in the college football playoff. This past week, what's Georgia ranked, Aaron? Number nine. So if yeah. it went to an 18 playoff, Georgia still one team out. I mean, of course. I still would think if, if, if they did, if this was the year to go eight and things were the way it is, is right now, I would have loved to see Coastal Carolina get in there. Oh, right? I mean, they would have to be in. Right? They, like if you go win. eight, yes. like you have to let teams like you then, would have to think, org, I mean, excuse me, Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina in, and if USC finishes undefeated, throw yes. them in as well. I mean, that's what you would have to do to make eight work. Of course, it's not going to work because they do not want to admit that they were wrong. And I get that. But here is my issue, okay? There is nobody to blame for this situation but Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner. He gave horrible leadership all throughout the offseason. He delayed, delayed, delayed. They were one of the later conferences to start. They made the craziest ass rules you could ever imagine as to how a team like Ohio State could get six games in, which of course they're not. Now they've had to revisit. So here's my thought, okay? I blame Kevin Warren for the craziness. I blame Kevin Warren for the insane rules. But as a as a former student athlete, like, yes, I'm happy Ohio State gets the chance to play in the Big Ten Championship. They've already beaten Indiana. They are a top seven team. They are a t- they're one of the best teams in the nation. There's no yep. doubt about that. If I was on Indiana, I would be so pissed right now. I'd be so oh, 100%. pissed off. So, like, that's where the juxtaposition is. I'm like, hey, outside of football, as a podcast host, I'm like, yes, Ohio State should play. If I was on Indiana, I'm sitting there going, this sucks. This is bullshit. I'm so pissed off. NCAA, Big Ten, Kevin Warren. And then as me at New Year's Eve watching Ohio State versus Alabama, I'm like, hell yeah. Give me this awesome football game. So 
I don't know who's to blame. Is it the right question? Is it the right answer? Aaron, I guess we're just all going to find out. I just hope they keep Ohio State at number four. Do not let them get into two or three. You know, put them up against Alabama. Put them up against Alabama. I don't don't think they will. I think if Clemson wins versus Notre Dame, all you're going to see is a flip. You'll see Clemson at two. So they'll get a third matchup. Yeah, then they'll play each other again. All right. So rubber match in the college football, which I'm not opposed to. But make Ohio State earn it, which I agree with. Yeah, Ohio State does not deserve to be that three spot at all. Um, I agree. The only way they move to three is if Notre Dame, if Notre Dame wins, then obviously then you you see them move down to three. If Notre Dame beats Clemson one more time, could they jump Alabama and be number one? No, no. Alabama's good. I think everyone in the country knows Alabama's the best damn team in the country. My wife just looked at me and gave me dagger eyes for asking that question. She's sitting across the room. Oh, I know. She's feeling pretty good right now because I don't She's think feeling great. Comes close. Hey, no one's coming close. If Alabama stays healthy, knock on wood, they're going to destroy everyone. All right, their, I agree. Their path this year. Yeah. All right, so let's break down week 15. I mean, that a lot of college football headlines to get in touch with. I appreciate Aaron dealing with my craziness, but we have tons to touch on. Punt, pass, and pick coming up. Look, I'm 37 and 28. Two straight 4-0 weeks against the spread. Flip the field, free pick, not doing too well. Aaron, you are struggling, my man. We need to get I know, you back I on know. top. I know, I know. I got to get it. Lock of the week. finish. I know, I know. You're 31 and 34. We're going to start with the Georgia game, but I want to go to prize picks first because I think the Georgia game against Missouri offers a lot of value on prize picks. If you're not signed up for prize picks, make sure you do. Go to prizepicks.com, download the Prize Picks app, use the promo code PUNT. You're automatically entered into our Punt and Pass tournament. Gets you 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. And Aaron, you've been talking about Connor Bazelik all season long, Missouri's quarterback. Mizzou is playing hot right now. But look at this. I'll give you a comparison here. JT Daniels, Georgia's quarterback, is projected 21.5 points Mizzou this weekend gonna be cold outside in Columbia Missouri 21 and a half points Connor Bazelik on the other side only projected 13 and a half points I would love to know your thought process on these quarterbacks JT Daniels 21 and a half prize picks projection Connor Bazelik 13 and a half talk to me Aaron Murray well, the thing is, Connor doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns. That, that's why. I mean, you look at this Missouri team, as soon as they get inside the, t- inside the five or ten yard line, it's run, 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 run. I mean, he throws up Good crazy point. stats and never any touchdowns. It's just not how their offense is built. Their offense is built mostly to run the football. They got a great running back in Roundtree. Uh, and he's a powerful dude. They got a good offensive line. It is. It's, it's hey, we get inside the 10. It's going to just run it, run it, run it. Hopefully, we warn you down. And we're going to find a way to get in the end. So that's why his number is so low. He he's I love the kid. I think he's a first round pick. Eventually, what he did last week in that comeback victory versus Arkansas, that two minute drill yeah. with forty three seconds. I mean, the legend of Connor Bay's like to me. This this oh is an interesting game. I'm, I may buy his jersey. This is an interesting <laughs> game because I think this is going to be two of the top three or four quarterbacks next year in the SEC. I mean, people obviously okay. upset you. Know, okay. Max, I like that. Max leaving. Kyle Kyle Trask is leaving. You know, Kellen Mond for his good and bad is leaving, but he's one of the top guys in this league. I think these two guys are going to be two of the top guys in the SEC next year. So we're getting kind of a preview within the SEC East. 
against two guys that should make a, a pretty good name for themselves in 2021. So I'm, I'm really interested in this matchup. Obviously, Missouri is now ranked inside the top 25. Yeah, 25th. 25. Yep, yep. They've won, what, uh, what, three or four of their past five games, only yep. losses to Florida during that stretch. I mean, this team's playing great football. They really are. Uh, I love what they're doing. Eli Drinkwitz, to me, is, is the Up for coach, coach of the, the year. year. Yeah. I think yeah. he is. Okay. I mean, it was Sam Pittman earlier, but it's hard for me to give a coach – the coach of the year when you have a losing record and you just lost to Eli Drinkwich in Missouri. Correct. So I think to me, I would give it to Eli. Um, Georgia wins this game. I would take the over with JT. I would take the, oh God, he just doesn't throw any touchdowns. Have, it, drives, I know, I know. it drives me crazy. I mean, what's 13 and a half? How many yards does he have to throw? That's uh, it's probably over 250, maybe with one touchdown and yeah. 18 completions, 20 completions. Wait, does the completions count as points? Oh yeah, it's PPR, bro. I mean, you get a you get a point for completion, you get a point per twenty five yards. Come on now. I didn't know this. Yeah, I mean, oh, come give on. me the over then. I got. I didn't know the rule. The rules on completion. I know receivers with catches get points. There you I know go. Quarterbacks with. There's no way a quarterback gets a point for completion. Absolutely, uh, offensive no. players. Um, they would have a quarterback. Receptions, excuse me, a point for receptions for a receiver. You Thank you. You are correct. Because a quarterback could get 20 points just on completion. One point for every 25 yards, passing yes. touchdown, four yards. Of course, we are touching on prize Those picks. So are you Drew's, over? Are Drew's, you, Drew's on his third glass of water. Are, <laughs> are you over or under 13 and a half? You said over 21 and a half for JT, over or under 13 and a half for Connor Basilic. Um, I'm actually going to go under for JT. I'm changing my mind here. Okay. Under for JT and over for Connor. Okay. Um, you know, you look at Missouri last week, they struggled to stop the run. Um, so I think that for Georgia, it's going to be run, 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 run once again. That's going to be their bread and butter. Uh, and for, for Missouri, Georgia's one of the best run defenses in the country. I mean, only giving up yeah. 75 yards per game. I think they're going to have to continue to open up with, with Basilak. He's going to have to have a big-time game if they're going to want to win this one at home. So I think over for Basilak. Under for JT. JT will have a good game. I mean, very similar to what he did for South Carolina. I just think Georgia, once again, if they're able to run the football, they're going to run the damn football. So what do you think about Larry Roundtree, the third projected at 13.5 points as well on prize picks? Quickly, over or under, then we'll dive into the game. I'll say over. Uh, He may not have a lot of yards, but I can see him getting a touchdown. I agree with that. Um, Zamir White is projected at 18 points. James Cook at 15 points. If you heard Rowdy Bowling, the linesmaker, last week, he said these projections come mostly out of who's going to catch a pass out of the backfield, who's going to take a 70-yard flat to the end zone. Who knows? I'll go under Zamir White on 18. I will go over Jermaine Burton, 12 and a half. This is a great game for prize picks. It's at noon on SEC Network. People, got get on to prize picks. Head over to prizepicks.com. Download the prize picks app. Use the promo code PUNT. You are automatically entered into our tournament. It is the best. You get a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100. All right, Aaron, here's the deal. Number nine, UGA. Head now to oh, number 20. Heading out yeah, to number 25, Missouri. Here we go. George is a 13-point favorite on the road. This game's at 12 p.m. on SEC Network. Total's 54.5, buddy. I've gone back and forth on this game. I've done my research. I'm sitting here going, is this a trap game for Georgia? Like, it's been a tale of two seasons for Georgia, okay? And Kirby had a quote this week 
which literally almost knocked me out of my chair. And here's what he said. Our offense is so much more dynamic than it was at the beginning of the season. Yet you think, I mean, you have a quarterback now. I mean, JT can throw it around the field. You open up the playbook. Guys have confidence. He listens to the coaches. That is the difference, okay? So here's my thing, Aaron. It's been a tale of two seasons. You've had two games with JT, three games, two games now, right? It's just been Mississippi State, South Carolina. I'm sitting here going, had the week off. I don't know. Got to go on the road. Going to be cold. Mizzou's playing with a lot of confidence. I think I want the 13 points. I think Georgia wins. I think it's a very, very good game. I want the 13 points. Give me 13 with Mizzou. I want to see what JT does on the road with the team with Against a team with momentum, and in the in the elements, give me thirteen yeah. points with Nasu. I think it's going to be a great game. I, I do too. I, I'm with you on this one. Um, you know, listen, he, he's he's looked good in two games, but that's two teams in Mississippi State and in South Carolina that each had two wins, uh, and then we're we're skeleton crews. Mississippi State barely traveled anyone. Agreed. Yes. And, and South Carolina was missing their best defensive players who opted out the week before. So you were facing two teams that were. Just not great. Just not. It's just not their seasons. Now you're facing a team that's red hot at the moment, playing great football, a team that can score, a defense, a def- team that's going to be at least better defensively than kind of what you faced the past two weeks. So, you know, I think he still goes out there and plays a good football game. I just think Missouri keeps us a little bit closer. Noon games are always tough. So I'm guessing it's 11 o'clock there. They're an hour behind oh, us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So even an hour earlier, a little cold. Yeah. You're going to be a little sleepy. You haven't played in a couple weeks. Uh, Missouri is number twenty-five. They're feeling pretty damn good about that. And you, all I gotta say is I love I love Connor Bazelak. So uh, yes, yes, you do. Missouri, give me give me uh, give me Missouri the points here. I agree with you. I think Georgia wins. I'll lean on the defense there. I think it'll be a great fourth quarter. Again, I think Georgia has the defensive players to be able to make the adjustments in the second half. But just beware. I mean, this is a team playing with a lot of confidence at home. I would assume it's senior day for Mizzou. So we'll see how it goes. I'm fired up to watch this game. I think it'll be a really good game, and it'll be a really good testament as to what Georgia will look like in 2021. Let's head to the S. Uh, excuse me, the ACC, number 17, North Carolina, heading down to Coral Gables to take on number 10, Miami. Miami's a three-point favorite. This game's at 3.30 p.m. on ABC. Look, these are the two teams that are the, on the outside looking in the ACC, obviously. Clemson and Notre Dame got the weekend off for the ACC championship game, but I think UNC wins this football game. I mean, Sam Howe, that offense. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, I mean, they win this football game. Here's the thing, though, and this is my lock of the week, Aaron. UNC is an over team. They score points. I think Derek King and Rhett Lashley will figure out to score points as well. The number is huge here, 67.5. I'm going over the 67.5. That's my pick of the week, my flip the field free pick of the week. And UNC, give me the three points. I think they win this game outright. Uh, I'm with you. I think I think this is a close football game. Um I like UNC in this one. I'm with you. I like Sam Howell, even on the road here. I, I, I Listen, I'm a big fan of Derek King. What he's done this season for Miami has been incredible, but I think they I think they have a chance to win this game. If not, I'd still take them the points. Yeah, I mean, that's w- very well said. And again, that will be a fantastic game at 3.30. Everybody should certainly tune into that one. Back into the SEC, LSU with all their problems. We talked about it. 
it's insanity in Baton Rouge. Who the hell knows what's going to happen in this offseason? They got to head down to Gainesville to take on number six, Florida. It's crazy Florida's ranked number six, as good as they've played. Of course, they lost that game to A&M. They should be number five. They probably could be number four if the college football committee would get their heads out of their asses. Florida's a 23-point favorite, Aaron. This game's at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Tell me what you're going to do here, because I, I might just fade you here. We've, we've been on the same side yeah. of the first two picks. Florida's a 23-point favorite. I don't know if Kyle Trask is going to see the second half of this game. He might play the first drive in the third quarter and then sit. Yeah, I don't think they want their starters to play much. Get them, get them in, get a lead, get rested. The only issue with Florida I have is, I mean, look at their past three weeks. They've played like absolute dog crap in the first half. Um, you know, they, they haven't been able to build a lead. And, you know, they couldn't cover versus Tennessee last week. I don't think they covered versus Kentucky the week before. They struggled early versus Vanderbilt. Uh, they're just not a team that comes off with that fast start. So hopefully Dan Mullen's preaching to these guys, guys, we got to figure out a way to get off the field or to get on, stay on the field, score points, get off to a fast start. Because if we do that, if we don't do that versus Alabama, we're going to be uh, shit out of luck pretty much there against the Crimson Tide. So, you know, we'll see if they figure it out. But I, I would take LSU. That's a lot of points. This is still an LSU team that has talent. Um, they played A&M, A&M well two weeks ago. Obviously, they beat Arkansas. Uh, three weeks ago, um, I'll take LSU mostly for the fact that Florida struggled in the first half. And even when they do get things going in the second half, I do think there's going to be a moment where it's like, let's get these guys out. We don't want anyone hurt. We want to make sure that we're full steam ahead when it comes to facing Alabama in the SEC championship game. I agree with you. Um, I wanted to go against you because I thought you were going to lay the 23 with Florida, but I'm with you. I'm taking the 23. It's an absolutely gigantic number. Florida has their... That's going to be my lock of the week, too. LSU plus 23 is your lock of the week? Yeah. Wow. The total in this game is um, 68 and a half. Just to let you know. What do you think about that? Do you want to change your lock of the week? The total is 68 and a half. No, don't try to talk me out of this. I'm All right. sticking, damn it. Okay, plus 23, LSU, catching the points. Let's go to the Big Ten quickly. Wisconsin at number 16, Iowa. Wisconsin is a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. This game's at 3.30 p.m. on FS1. I like Iowa. I, I just I like the way they're playing. I like them inside Kinnick Stadium, especially against a rival like Wisconsin. Why are we agreeing on all the same picks? It's making me very worried. It should make Wisconsin's all of our listeners like, very worried. Wisconsin's, Wisconsin's look like crap. They haven't been able to score offensively the past couple games. Um, I, I'm with you. Cold weather at home for Iowa. They've won five in a row. Yep. They're feeling the juju. I, I'm, I'm going with Iowa on this one. All right. So we're both on Iowa minus two and a half. I mean, look, if we go five and oh, we're both geniuses. If we go oh and five, we're both idiots, but both can probably be confirmed. By either one of our wives, there's no doubt about that. Last game in the SEC, I had to pick this one out of my hat. Auburn at Mississippi State. I think this, this is, is a, a tough fascinating one. game. I think this might be yeah, game of the weekend. Against Georgia, Missouri, this might be game of the weekend in Stark Vegas. Auburn's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. This is your night game at 7.30 p.m. on SEC Network. Here's what really jumped out to me. The total is 49.5 points. Again, Auburn is a 6.5-point road favorite. Do they have the discipline on defense to stop what Mike Leach wants to do on offense? I don't know, but again, here's the deal. 
Gus Malzahn, I said it a week ago, I thought they were going to beat Texas A&M. I thought they were going to be able to put that feather in his cap, leave him here. He will win this game. Auburn will win this game. I think it will be an Aaron. I'm going to put this out there. I hope you disagree with me. I think they'll win this game by less than six and a half points. I think it's a field goal game. I think this is a four-quarter game. I think Gus Malzahn wins this game, gets out of there, remains Auburn's head coach. If he loses this game, they really very well may make a change in Auburn this offseason. No, I don't think so. I think he's safe. I really do. Um, I don't think it, it matters win or lose. I think they. I'm with you. They win this game. I'm actually going to take them with the points too. Uh, I think they they win by a touchdown or more. So you're taking uh, Auburn. I'm taking Auburn. That's Thank you. Yes. We will we will differ at least at least one. I was kind of torn back and forth, but I figured. We got to give our listeners at least one different game. Okay, thank uh, you, to, sir. To kind of disagree on. So, I'm going to go with Auburn. Uh, this is Bo Nix's opportunity on the road to uh, actually step up and play good. So, we'll see what happens. All right, we'll see what happens for sure. Aaron Murray, live from Laramie, Wyoming. I appreciate your agility on the road, um, buddy. Hope you get that cell phone fix. We'll all tune into you oh. on CBS Sports Network. Correct. Saturday yep. night, we will tune in Wyoming versus Boise State. Of course, that will be an awesome game. Anything on the way out, my man? No, man. Just uh, hopefully I don't freeze my butt off, and hopefully my phone doesn't uh, just completely go to hell on me. Yeah, it, it probably won't. It probably won't. We'll give Maddox and Sharon a shout-out right here on Punt and Pass, and um, you need to go check out Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, download the Prize Picks app, use the promo code PUNT, That, of course, will get you a 100% deposit match on your first deposit up to $100 and enter you automatically into our punt and pass contest. For Aaron Murray, I'm Drew Butler. Follow us both on social media, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11. We are at punt and pass on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on puntandpass.com. Have an awesome weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. See you.